podcast is part of the Sports Social Podcast Network. So, let's say you're into yoga or Pilates, or maybe you dabble in gymnastics like me. Either way, you know being flexible is key to doing what you love. That's why Smoothie King created this stretch and flex smoothie for people like us. With whole fruits and organic veggies, plus type 2 collagen, make it part of your daily fitness routine to support flexibility and joint health. So try this stretch and flex smoothie in tart cherry or pineapple kale. Order online today for pickup or delivery. Smoothie King, rule the day. All this week on NBC4, new products to new technology. Susan Hogan is showing you how local restaurants are changing the way we dine in and take out in this new world. Tonight at 6. A new twist on outdoor eating. A lot of it is creating flexibility. How one local restaurant is making their outdoor space mobile, giving you plenty of sunshine and social distance for a stress-free meal. It's all part of restaurant revitalization. Tonight at 6 on NBC4, working for you. Hey, jingity jing, it's Dominic the donkey, jingity jing, the Italian Christmas donkey, la la la, la 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 Okay, good evening and welcome along to the club on Wednesday night. In studio tonight I have Paddy Lawson, Shane Davern and Andy Young playing around on his phone there. Um, how are you doing lads, all good? Yeah, all good. Still Hello. We've had Gav on the decks, he's just gone for a smoke so he'll be with us momentarily. Thanks very much Gav, Shut appreciate door, it. Yeah. Shut the door on the way out son. And uh, let's, uh, in terms of our sponsorship, tonight's pod as always and the club is always brought to you in association with Redsbet, a betting site tailor made for Liverpool supporters. Redsbet aims to share half of their net profits with Liverpool supporters and fan causes. So no matter what, the fans end up a winner. Check out the odds on www.redsbet.com or download the Redsbet app. Share the glory and gamble responsibly. There we are, lads. So, Liverpool, how's everybody feeling? I'm going to sum up in one word, yeah? Tony on the bottom. Get in there, lads! Get in there! <laughs> that definitely was one word. Um, <laughs> <laughs> one word. Get in there, red men. Okay. Andy, how are you doing? You oh, alright? You're looking yeah. at me longingly like yeah. I'm a big hot dog or something. I'm just glad we're talking about Liverpool again. Yeah, yeah. No, that's, 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 that's Periscope here. was shite, wasn't it? Well, that was shit. It was yeah. shit. Like, Fuck them. You know what we said? Well, that was we, your idea. Well, it wasn't actually. It was Phil's idea, so I blame him. Right. Yeah, but uh, I like Terrible. to blame Phil for things. Spaz. Normally the things that are go wrong, I blame Phil um, for. Yeah, let's talk about Liverpool. Because we're talk, fucking like brilliant, aren't we? I love talking about Liverpool at the moment. It's hard not to Ask me a question. Um... In what year did Bill Shankly <laughs> win his first three games Ask on the bounce? Ask something about now. All right, yeah, okay. Like something. Where like, are we? We're, we're winning the league is what we're, where we are. Yeah. <laughs> okay. <laughs> Liverpool, Man United, 3-1. I think we had some predictions last week when Paddy Lawson was here. Paddy yeah. Lawson? Yes. Were you the man who predicted 3-1? No, I said 2-1. Yeah, do you know the man who did predict 3-1? Joe. No. Big Joe to go. You say 3-1 every match. Exactly, Andy. And sometimes you get it right. Did you bet it? Yeah. No, you didn't. Yeah, I bet Shane Shane some jellies and he brought them tonight. (laughs) Good man, Shane. Never Welsh's on a bet. Ah, no. Jellies. (laughs) Always jellies. Okay. Lads, in all seriousness, that was a great win at the weekend. Not just because it was them, but the fact that the pressure was put back on us again by City. Yep. We go into the game against, let's be honest, our biggest rivals, you know, historically, and we absolutely dominated the game. Mm. It's it's a massive statement of intent, Shane, about where we're at at the moment, isn't it? Yeah, it's 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 unbelievable. Particularly like you mentioned there that they like they were after going out getting a, a routine win against some small team the the, uh, the previous day, and they got back top of the league, and then so pressure's back on us against the team who. Klopp hadn't beaten. He beaten I think twenty seven out of twenty eight uh, opponents. I heard uh, during the week there, and you know it was the only one that he hadn't. And so to go out in a game and really start at that tempo because like that's like if you're looking at United, what they what they wouldn't want, they want us to come out and kind of be a bit, you know, jittery. a bit jittery, a bit lethargic. But mm-hmm. they were out like fucking came flying out of the traps. Pinned them back for about 25 minutes, half an hour. Pinned them back, got the goal, and it was just perfect start. And a club alluded to himself. We'll we'll go through it bit by bit to an extent in a minute. But 
in one way, the first 20 minutes looked like we were going to blitz them. Like we were going to absolutely blitz them. And to be fair, we didn't. We dominated them. But it was two deflected goals that win us that game. So I do want to come on to that. There was a point when we were 60 minutes or so in where they looked reasonably comfortable. We weren't really testing the hair in any way. Okay, 36 shots. How many of them were on target? Do you know what I mean? It was, it, there was a lot of pot shots. There was a lot of goals from long range to try and um, to try and have a crack. And, and, and Andy looks really, really confused at the moment. He's, he's giving me a furrow. <laughs> he's giving me a furrow brow because I'm saying something negative about the club. I'm not. I'm just saying. What I'm saying is, it was a very dominant performance, but we, in a way, got lucky with the with the couple of goals that we got to turn the game around. Well, just, uh, I think one of the things that I think we need to, well, well I think we should need to look at is that one of the best things about the game was Klopp setting up the team the way he did. Because I think United expected us to play one way and we played totally opposite. We played with Manny on the right and Salah to the middle. And I don't think United were ready for that. I, don't, as, I think uh, Neville said, he said, it's like United was, were set up for another team and then for the first 20 minutes they couldn't live with couldn't live with us I don't think you know able to live with anyone to be honest with you Gav I, I just Andy looks like he's going to explode here so I'm going to have to give <laughs> no, him a chance no, to I'm vent not. on my comments ok go on then I, I'll go after you Andy. go after Andy yeah on, Andy. use your words Andy come on come on <laughs> use your Davo, words. give him a hug I think I'd like, look the first 20 minutes was phenomenal yeah, uh, I'm sure I can speak for how I was standing up, like clapping like a tick in the you know, I was shouting at the telly, I was loving it, like fucking loving it. Why were you shouting at the telly? Because I love shouting at the telly. Because it was on the telly. But you were at the uh, match. What? But you were no, at the was match. at the other yeah. match. Which match? Oh, the Napoli match. Did you not go to the Man United one as well? No. no. Go on, game, Man United. Bird. Right, okay. Them fucking hands got me into trouble. That that twenty minutes like you just I just you just felt so involved. It was fucking brilliant. Oh, it was, were, ma- it was so, amazing. They were so good. Um now like you're talking about luck to win the game and, and deflections. But they were so unlucky not to be about four or five nil up yeah, after twenty that. minutes. I'll accept that, yeah. They were absolutely destroying them. But if a, if a team puts eight men behind the ball, you know, are fucking eleven and the other take wins game. like that all every every week. Yeah. You know, I'm not. I'm not trying to. Uh, maybe it sounded like, like I was trying to dropping into fucking a uh, uh, five man back four. Like it was disgusting. Like you know, football. Yeah, yeah, it was. It was. I just saw some and people. We were, we were just like, um, just uh, it was just fucking unbelievable. You know, yeah. and we got the goal deservedly so. And then when they when they got the equaliser, that was that was that was the only bit of luck in the whole game. That they they were able to get that that couldn't knock the wind out of our sails because it's sort of put a doubt in Liverpool's mind. They smell blood for twenty minutes, twenty five minutes, and I, and they must have thought in their heads we're gonna we're gonna run Roy here. Once we score, we're gonna run Roy. Then the goal comes against, we're gonna play, and they're thinking well, we we're, we're just gonna have to get three points here. We can't fuck this up. The most important thing today is we get three points. So they went back into Liverpool of this season mode, and they made sure they didn't do anything stupid. They didn't take any chances. So. Like the chances were coming, they there was there was going to be goals coming regardless. And they went in okay deflections, but you can't say Liverpool got a, got luck there. Oh, I don't think they trouble at any stage. Technically, did get luck in goals too. In a game like that, they get luck. But like I went into I went into this game like a lot of Liverpool fans probably did. I'd rather go into a game, you know, when they're on a bit of form. A bit like you know when Everton come into a game against us and they think they're fucking the business and we just blow them out of the water. When you know you're on a bit of form and they they want to come out and play us, I'm all right with that. But I love this Liverpool side because they can win loads of different ways. But when I went nervous going into the start because it's United, it's just natural. But the first twenty minutes that you're talking about, the nervousness went out of me after about three minutes because one Mourinho sets up a side not only defensively, like Andy said, it was ultra ultra defensive. Like he had he literally had seven eight defensive players on the pitch, and secondly. Despite what he tried to do, Klopp went and said, "Oh, he thinks we're doing that. We'll do this. Yeah. Let's see what." Ha-. And that's what that's what the massive difference was because he was looking to put he was looking for Salah out on the right where Young and Boy could could intimidate him and Herrera could get stuck in. And he was saying to himself, "I'll close off the right hand side, you know, with the loft and Darmian and try push Robertson back." And he was he was probably hoping that Lingard could do a job on him. 
But for the first 20 minutes, they didn't know where they were. Yeah. And they certainly didn't know where we were. And to be only 1-0 up after 25 minutes, I thought we were a bit unfortunate. It was a, it was a brilliant goal. They, they, like, if you look, I think it's about eight minutes in, and there's fucking mad diving headers going in to get rid of the ball. There's mad slow tackles. Yeah, they looked, they looked like a team that were trying to cling on to a they cup. They see the when they calm the players down they when the ball like was... They like a just... team, to me, that set up defensively thinking Liverpool would play this way and wouldn't have been able to handle it. And then when Liverpool threw that curveball in, they just looked all at sea. They, could, they couldn't cope with Liverpool. And De Gea was telling them to calm down. That, yeah, he was making mistakes yeah. as well. He was rushing the ball out. Like, you play against any other team, they just start staying on the ground. They, you know, they take ages over throw-ins. I mean, that's what Mourinho was about doing four minutes previously. In, yeah. Like, even yeah. he'd given up. There was four minutes, about four minutes into the game, five minutes into the game, the ball goes out on Liverpool's right-hand side. And Ashley Young goes over to take the throw-in, right? And you could see United players looking around going, where the fuck are we meant to be? They were literally wearing two shorty weave for own throw-in. And Ashley Young must take 40 to 45 seconds yeah. over that throw-in. One, he's wasting time. But two, he's looking and he doesn't know where to throw it. Because he thinks, if I throw it inside and they get it, I'm in trouble. If we throw it down the line, if I throw it back, anything could happen. They're all at sea. And I thought personally, after 25 minutes, I thought we were unfortunate to be one nil, only one nil up. Mm. They get their goal. It puts a bit of manners on us. I think it does us a favour in a certain way because yeah. that game could drag on to 70 with us 1-0 wasting chances and they grab on a 70. It's a lot harder to do with that. Left. It went well for us, but you have to have massive confidence in this Liverpool side because you look at it, they tore them apart, they go 1-0 up, they get pegged back and they're just so patient and they just keep playing and playing and playing. Dabo, we, we have game changers on the bench now and that's something we haven't had for a very long time. Yeah, look, the, the, a lot a lot was made of the amount of shots and stuff like that. And but I was seeing a couple of journalists alluding to maybe they they felt it was something that Klopp had told the players to do to take a lot of shots on because they were basically retreating back to the fucking eighteen yard yeah. eighteen yard box. And uh, so I know we're seeing a couple of people saying that, but Neville did say in the commentary uh, after the goal. I think Carrick got a little dig at him because he's had a dig at Shaqiri in the past and Neville said, well, look at well, a lot of Liverpool players were taking pot shots. Shaqiri came on, slowed the game down in the final tour, was picking passes, was probing. And then eventually, look, at he got his just rewards. Yeah. And and he's been he's been a, an absolute revelation for us this season. You know, in, as a player who's come in for that sort of price tag, I know we're lucky because he had a clause in his contract that got him for that sort of money. He should have, mm. even with a relegated Stoke, he should be going for more than that, yeah. Andy. Yeah. Um, but I don't think anybody, or very few, because there's, there will be people who are delighted when we signed him and really saw something yeah. in him. I think the vast majority of us thought, fuck, we haven't got, because it happened very quickly after we didn't get Feck here, and he signed within a short period of time, and you're thinking... Same old, same old. We go, from, we go from a, a what could be an amazing player to Shakiri, and that's a bit of a disappointment. But go on, Andy. He, he's twenty-seven years of age. He's been moving to Liverpool for about twelve years. <laughs> yeah, 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 yeah. 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 It, it feels like he's always kind of been destined to play for Liverpool somehow. Didn't happen at, at the time. Obviously, he went to Inter. I think it was yeah, the first yeah, time he yeah, linked. Yeah. Uh, but Liverpool were were poor then. They weren't an attractive proposition for him. But I think he deep down, I think he, he, he you know, we fancied the idea of coming and playing for Liverpool. And now he's at Liverpool. It's like a it's 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 like a kid getting to Lapland. No, getting to <laughs> Liverpool. <laughs> it's like a kid. I don't breaking, know. It's Kids like love Lapland. I'm not gonna lie. Yeah. No, it's like um, it, it would remind you of a kid breaking through the ranks, like yeah. you know, your Trent or whatever, uh, coming coming in and trying to impress the manager. He seems to be always trying to impress Klopp. He's always looking at him. He's always lo- like trying to get a hug off. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And uh, the hunger he has coming onto the pitch, and he hasn't like he. He hasn't come in and started every game. Like, you know, a fella who's probably in his prime now, he should be yeah. starting football matches. But he's he's happy to come into Liverpool, come on come off the pit, uh, the bench and influence a game. He's absolutely loving that and he's he's having yeah. the time of his life that, that's four months into his I, I was reading career. an interview with him during the week and I don't think he is happy about that, but that's what we want. You don't want any player who's happy coming on for twenty minutes. No, he's really. he's happy to be. I'm not saying that's what you were saying, but what I'm saying is it's great to see that we've oh. a group of players now. Everybody hungry as fuck yeah. to to get into the starting yeah, eleven. Just, no, he's happy with the opportunity to yeah. play for a place. Yeah, in the yeah, yeah, absolutely, team. absolutely. Um, he he seemed to me a very hard player to judge when he signed up because 
like he, like Andy says, he goes to Bourne and he's he's probably trying to get Rebury and Robin out of their team yeah. to play. He goes to Inter. Um, why I don't know. But then he goes to Stoke because they offer him a shitload of money, mm. and he goes. And when he comes to us, I think people seeing him as the type of guy that wants to do everything on his own. I think he was in that position because he was at Stoke. You know, they were literally pegging everything on him to try to keep them up to win the game, and he was trying to do everything on his own. But I think if you look at like we always go back to things like Robertson, uh, Fabinho, you know, players like this that are brought in Oops. Chamberlain to an extent, mm. certain extent where they're brought in. Like if you look at Chamberlain. Uh, seasoned professional at Arsenal in the Premier League. Fabinho is a Brazilian international in, in various positions, and and you know probably Monaco's best player, Baron Bappi probably for the last couple of years. And then you have Robertson that was a left back in the Premier League too, over three seasons. You know what I mean? Um, but it's a credit to Shakiri that they bring him in, and he actually gets in the, the squad straight away. Mm. He could have been brought in early, you know, or brought in the way they were brought in, and you know fed into the team slowly but he's in and he's started a fair amount of games well, that's what I was just, got, just before I was going to say just before yeah, yeah. The, the big now look at the, the biggest thing I think anyone can say about it is, is like last year we were sweeping teams aside every <laughs> word you were so it's like ripping a plaster off you doing it quick is that uh, yeah. there's a we've changed formation to accommodate when he's when he's in the side and that's that's that's, uh, that's the biggest thing We've we've changed formation to get him in the side. Or when he is playing, people thought when he was coming in. I'm just going to keep talking when he was all eating the sweetest <laughs> fucking animals. Literally, <laughs> <laughs> no one else able to say thing because their mouths are full of strawberries. Only breathe. <laughs> Every everybody would have thought that he's co- security signed right. He's just uh, he's just uh, he's uh, back up for Salah. Yeah, he's 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 a squad player. Give Salah a break whenever he needs it. But when Shaqiri's played, we've changed formation to accommodate him in the team. We would, everyone would have thought Liverpool four three three nailed on like like he's done. But he's changed formation to to make it better for him in the size, and that's the biggest thing I think. Again, is that about. that's something to do like that's the, as he call it the Klopp effect. That's something he's probably done with fucking Shaqiri has brought him onto that next level. <laughs> yeah, no, I agree. I, I think I think Shaqiri has probably forced that change in in uh, in formation. I don't think at any point Andy won't be with us till about quarter past ten. <laughs> <laughs> um, I, I think Shakiri's capabilities and I suppose his importance in this squad now. He's made himself a really important member of that squad. The major thing is he's he seems to have. You keep going for a second, Gavin. I'm gonna need this. Okay. He's, he, um, the, the thing is, if you look at the relationship he struck up with the front three in particular, you know earlier on in the season we were saying we we're getting the ball in midfield. There wasn't much movement where they click and all this sort of shit. But if you watch from the very early on in the season, Shakiri gets the ball and the three lads up front are buzzing. Straight away, they're moving, they're looking, they trust them. He's going to put me through. And that's a huge thing for a player to come in like that and immediately strike up a relationship with possibly the, most, the three most important players in the team. All right, Van Dijk and Alisson are doing that thing at the back. But his most important people in the team will be them three up front. And all right, you mightn't get them, force them out of the side. But they seem to respect them, they seem to trust them, and they seem to nearly, really, they really rely on them and trust the fuck off with that sweet. But um, well, they really do, they really, they really, you know, look for him when he gets the ball and they're saying, this fella's really good. And that's what's getting him in the team, I think. I think if that wasn't there, he'd be in and out of the team. I, had a lot. I actually saw Salah say that on Sunday. Yeah. And Shakiri got the ball and he said to Mane, this fella's really good. Well, the two goals that the. Uh... <laughs> Here, Manny, Manny, watch this. This one is really good. <laughs> He's really good. He's really good. Kicks the ball. Here he goes, told you. Told you. See him on down the end. He's rabbit. Oh, she just dropped the ball. <laughs> but the two goals the, week, the, the weekend, if you look at the first one, uh, he go. He goes. There's there's a lot. The, the box is crowded in there, obviously, because you know he'd have been filtering a lot of players back for the whole fucking game. But he he, he looks like he's going to try and get in and get involved, and he hangs out a bit. Then obviously he comes out after hey and he gets on. Thank God he hit and not Cloyne anyway. When Cloyne was going to fucking hit it, and then this, the 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 tour, the second goal is like what Gav was saying. He's a lovely bit of link up play. He actually gets on the ball, plays the ball into. Uh, 
to Salah and ends up coming back out and obviously he, he gets to finish so he's some neat link up play with the two of them he, so. he has some great he has a great ability to arrive into the box at mm. just that right time and, and, and players tend to either have that or they don't you know it's, it's, it's like the Lampard thing you know it's, it's those players that just you know come in from uh, Andy really agrees Andy with this yeah he's really really <laughs> agreeing uh huh uh huh um, but he does he has that ability to just land in the right place at the it's right time it's a space he operates in mm-hmm. so he, he's, he sits off the the midfielder yep. and just breaks into the lines at the very uh, in between the lines at the right time yep. plays one two he's impossible he's impossible to mark like he, he's a slippery fella <laughs> Slippery he's sucker. a slippery fella. He's like the fella you see outside. <laughs> <laughs> um, but now nah, we've been like at, at times this season when we are crying out. Well, some fans are crying out to see a better style of football, more attacking football, like last season. And a lot of us were patient and we were happy enough to three points. But I suppose we were crying out for someone to link up the midfield and the forwards. He breaks the lines. He t- carries the ball. He gets he gets the three uh, the front three running. Mm. Whereas if the ball's being popped around the midfield with three traditional kind of sentiment failures. Things can He's less he's less static than those yeah. th- those normal midfield threes. So what he does is he creates <laughs> he creates an element of doubt in the back four of the opposition yeah. which either gives him more space to run into yeah. and he's happy to do it. Yeah. Or he, they come out to meet him. Well, someone and, has to come out yeah. and meet him, exactly. Yeah. So once someone has to come out and meet him and, and then they're backpedaling. Yeah. Then I think that's then that that's the that, that's the trigger for for the front three to move. And he's, he's no better player to pick out a pass. I, like I he's think, so. I, I think it, I think that second goal he gets. Second one is the third goal. Yeah. Fourth goal, yeah. yeah. The second. Yeah. I think if he's at Stoke, I think he shoots before he tries to pass it through. I agree. I think he gets yeah. it out of his feet and he's trying to bend one from twenty-five yards. Yeah, because he doesn't believe that that's you know Cameron Jerome or whoever's up front is going to actually give him the ball yeah. back. Yeah. And a massive, les- a massive lesson for him was he goes out and plays Southampton early on the season. He hits the. I think he gets two assists. He hits the bar. It's a man, whipped it's a at half time. <laughs> yeah, you are getting in there on your side too much of the first half. I'm taking you out and putting mm. in there. Yeah, that's yeah. a massive lesson for him. Absolutely, mm. it's a massive lesson in structure mm. and that he can't just be a flamboyant this player without doing. Yeah, that's what it's. But the thing that actually after a couple of games you've seen, I think it was the game you played where Klopp was on the pitch and Klopp is absolutely the final whistle. Klopp is fucking rinsing the, rinsing the game. Yeah, in the he's rinsing. Yeah. Yeah. he's letting him have it. Yeah, so it's obviously like he dived. Yeah. We had a free kick near the end, yeah. and I think he tried to. I actually, I, I think he tried to play it for a better angle uh, for us to get the ball into the box. And Klopp was saying to him, basically, just get the fucking thing into the box. It's a four minute yeah. injury. Time he shot from miles out as well. So, yeah, something like that. But anyway, it doesn't, it doesn't look like he's a luxury player right now. It looks no, like no. he's, he's well capable of uh, giving a dig out to the midfielders, tracking back, getting involved in, you know, our pressing game. Yeah. Um, you know, I, just, I just think he's perfect. For like we game. actually have bought, we actually got Robinson and Jacari for 20 million quid. Yeah. All in. Yeah, basically. Like we, well, I'm not messing with That's out. robbery. Oh, Paul yeah. should be outside Anfield and playing gun. Yeah. Get money off someone. Like, there were so many yeah. unbelievable performances in that, that, that match. Like, I mean. Fabinho. Fabinho. Oh, was just just Fabinho, yeah. Oh, well, I was going to move on to that. No, I was going to. You have to talk about what, sorry? Klein, I thought. Yeah, yeah. no, we will. We will. I was going to move on to it. I was going to say about the fact that Klein came in and. and I I've, I love Klein. I think he's a great player, and I think he gives you an awful lot of defensive solidity. And I couldn't understand. I suppose it was injuries or whatever else that he wasn't in the side, but couldn't understand that he was so far from getting game time. Mm. You know, when we're moving Gomez over to right full, when when Trent's having, I understand that to an extent. If he wants to give Lovren a run and keep Gomez without feeling mm. dropped in and dropped out of the team, but Klein had an ex- he had an exceptional game, and to have that energy for. For 90 minutes. It looked like he's playing all season. Yeah. So that's exactly how it looked. Absolutely. On, good defending, keeping possession, good crosses. The midfield was probably the most balanced it's been. And yeah. I know Kate run out, ran out of steam after about 60 minutes. Uh, there, there, about 60, 65 minutes. And that's fair enough. He hasn't I played a lot of football. Why? I thought... I, it was the hardest... I said this on Sunday on the fat back four. I thought... Where he was trying to play on Sunday was the hardest position. So crowded. Because there were so many of them around. Yeah. Mm. You know, they, they literally had fucking their the right back, their right wing back that they were playing, their centre half, one of them. There was four of them around them all the time. And the other he thing got was, some joy though, Gav. He did get some joy, but the, the main reason I felt sorry for him was 
he made some unbelievable runs off the ball. Yeah. And Mane, on at least two occasions, should play him in. And I remember watching and thinking, if you slip him in, if Mane slips him in here, he's probably in on goal. He could get a goal and walk at that deal from him. Yeah. And then when I watched the match back, when I watched the match back, I was watching it on LFC TV and John Aldridge was commentating, right? <laughs> if you ever want a good laugh, it's, it's like he's on the fucking cop, right? And he's going absolute rasher, right? And Mane gets the ball and goes, give it to him! Give it, are you sure to give it to him? Yeah. The man's going on, the ball's broken up there, but uh, boy, uh, you sure to give it to him? <laughs> <laughs> He's a brilliant commentator, but I felt a little bit sorry about Kate. I thought he, he just struggled to, like, that was saying, he did get some joy, but I think the right ball once or twice. I was, I was very happy. I suppose, funny how everybody sees the game differently. Like, I know where you're coming from that you felt he probably, there's a couple of things that other people could have helped him out more with, like the, the, the balls when he'd made good runs and whatever else, but it's probably, the first game I've seen him play where he's shown proper 45, 50 minutes worth of what we used to see in clips of Leipzig. Yeah. You can, know what I mean by that? Like, you, yeah. the powerful runs, yeah. getting well, on the ball. He, he, breaks the, he breaks the lines very well. I actually just thought, I thought in the first half particularly, he was a little bit loose in possession, mm. as in not not in his passing, kind of in his final ball. He he would make that 20-yard run, mm. beat, beat a couple of players with power, not even through Jenkins or anything, just brushing them off and then he'd, he'd get in 25 yards and goal he's looking for a 1-2 or he's looking to take and the, his final option I thought was a bit sloppy in the first half but he's in the side I think to carry the ball yeah, yeah. I think what, what Sarri's saying what stood out for me is what is, is torn when he turns on the ball the, the pace the acceleration at which he, he, he pulls ball, away at. the other thing that I noticed is that he stands players up he goes one on one and stands you up a little move and then he's gone yeah. either side of you and that's the that's the big thing I think for us that he's like, not always going over yeah. no. even watching him is he going left or is he going right because he's comfortable either way yeah. mm. he's class different level yeah. when you them as well like the three of them well yeah that's what I was going to I was going to say there the, the three of them because Fabinho it's his best game to date without question oh, without question yeah. and his ability to control and dominate that middle of the park albeit mm. he you know you can say he wasn't up against much but he was actually up against you know workhorses yeah. which can sometimes be the hardest people to to dominate a game against because they don't stop at you. You yeah, know what I mean? Blows as well that hit the deck at the fourth chance. Matic you no, know, does it. Herrera just he's a fucking shy bag. You know what I mean? There's no reward. I called him a smackhead last week. Yeah, yeah, I know. Yeah, you apologise. Absolutely nobody. <laughs> <laughs> but um, but he, he was playing against fellas, but he was very he was able to stay up in the tackle. He wasn't giving many frees away. I thought he was excellent. Well, did did, uh, did Mourinho not say after the game that the United players couldn't live with the physicality of the Liverpool players? Yeah. And, and, and I think that's one of the things why Kate didn't play the 90s because maybe he, he's not the biggest of, like, he is a small fella. So maybe the game was very physical for him. He, he did take a lot of challenges. And he's only just back from injury as well. Yeah, you know, I'm sure he was always going to come on for one yeah. of three. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, and it made yeah. sense. When Aldum and, and Fabinho just had so many, they had so much legs all game long. And they were excellent, both of them. Mm. You know. But it's so, interesting to watch Fabinho having his best game so far. To me, he doesn't look like the six answer, you know, that's going to sit and screen the, front, uh, the back four. Yeah, I was, I, I was like, surprised that. Were you not surprised that uh, it was kind of like I don't know what you call it, maybe a trigger at some stages. He went the most advanced. Oh, he pressed if, the ball. If, if you know yeah. were on the ball, or if they had a throw in, yeah. he would kind of threaten the goal, half or threaten and the half. comeback half if and half. And then yeah. if they got it, he was on them, and he could win the. Yeah. He, he won the ball very, very high a couple he of did, times. He did, and, and he's very not, good at that. That's not what you can expect. Yeah, no, your, he's very you good know, at that. Your, your screen, so he's. I, like, I think we're yet again. I it, think we're getting on to that thing whereby we we expect him to play the way Conte had. Kante playing? No, I don't expect him to play the way Kante play. I know that's not the way Klopp was going to set up his team anyway. Yeah. But if you're going to play against a team that's like going to hurt you more so, like the way United are, that they're shy, okay? Let's face it. But if you're playing against maybe Spurs, Arsenal, um, City, yeah. I think Henderson probably plays and he sits and screens. Fabinho, to me, looks like he's far more to offer higher up the pitch. Watch the box. Like, yeah. What you want to do against teams like that is win the ball up high and break real quick. Mm. And that's what Fabinho can that's what Fabinho does. Henderson's not gonna do that. I get that. No, you he, know, he so reminds me very much if of you were playing if you're if Liverpool come up against the but you, but you a really dangerous team. Like you know, with the advance now in the Champions League, 
Um, I think I think Fabinho has the ability to play that mm. sort of game if we need him to. I think I think Klopp probably looks at United and says, right, they're going with Herrera, fucking yeah. f- not Fellaini. They went with Herrera, Matic, and. Um, Who's Even the Matis, that he's been pulling somewhere. That but so far, did Matis start? No, Matis. No, no, so far, who was the third one? It was Her- Lingard. Oh, Lingard. Yeah, yeah, sorry, it was Lingard. No, it wasn't. Lingard was. He wasn't one of the midfield three. They went with three dogs. Herrera, Matic. I think it was John O'Shea. Anyway, um, <laughs> look. Anyway, look. look what I'm saying is, he didn't have to do that because no, there wasn't. No, no. There sure wasn't a Kevin sure, De Bruyne. I'm sure, or, I'm sure he can. But yeah. Klopp is going to encourage the strengths of all his players. And so far, all the good things we've seen from Fabinho is winning the ball up high, real quick, sharp. He can he can uh, pass with a tackle. Mm. You know, he's so he's so quick to, to so win the ball. Physical. He is so physical. What I'm saying there is, you're saying like he's winning tackles. You see Henderson and like. Oh, I'm not getting into this fucking. He's not going to do this recycle the ball, Joe. Well, H- Henderson, Henderson will pressure, and he'll, he'll pressure and he shadow you, and he'll do all that sort of stuff. And he, he might win. He win a ball, might win it deep, and he's clean on the ball, and he pass it. When Fabinho presses you, he's physical with you, where he's yeah, he's asking the question of you all the time. Yeah. You no, know, he was extreme. Now, impressive. if he does, if you play against it, you know, look, this is now. I, I love the player. Right? If you play against a better team. And he misses one of those presses. He misses one of those tackles. He's gone. He's out again. Yeah, right. He's too high to and we're, we're, we're one body down the midfield. So that's why if you play against a better team, like I, I honestly think that as time goes on, our strongest midfield until uh, you know we come up against a big team, Henderson, um, Kate and Fabinho. I think they complement each other so well. Now that's not taking that away from an Alden. He can play. And I need those roles so far this season. He's been our best midfielder, but they would for me if you're looking for balance, they're the they're the three, they're yeah. the three midfielders. The, 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 I think we'll we'll come up against the the real serious sides. Well, we, could, we could argue that all all day because if you look at like we go back to last Tuesday night and he plays a midfield three, Milner Henderson, Wijnaldum, yeah, and he takes yeah. two out and he drops another two in. Mm. Levels don't drop. Levels probably yeah, went up. Yeah, yeah. And we yeah. need to, we need like we've Andy, we, me, you, and loads of other lads on mm. this podcast, not on this podcast, on Twitter, Liverpool fans. We've always had this argument about oh, if he goes out, he's not good enough. We have yeah, to stop yeah. this. Yeah, I know. We don't, we don't, we don't need to be so desperate about um, uh, who has to be our strongest three. But I'm just saying, I'm just saying, course, like, course. It's, yeah, 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 like. Napoli asked one question. Man United asked another question. He has to. He's like there's there's plenty of minutes there for all our midfielders. Yeah. But um. Like, can you sorry, just, can just, you see what's brought me on to this is really just well, Fabinho's strengths to me are higher up the pitch. Yeah. Like not so much a six, but more so an eight. Like mm. that's what I was gonna say. Sorry, and the, the the ball for Mane's goal is a perfect example. I don't think Henderson sees that pass or executes that pass. No, he doesn't. Like, Fabinho no, does though. No. Uh, he, 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 yeah, he might, no, yeah, he might. He, if you he, put Henderson yeah. in that position, he might deliver. He might execute it as well. But I think he can. I, st- I still think he's the ability. I think, I he's think definitely not as quick. Like Fabinho just looks so sharp. Yeah. I and I hope I hope people don't get wide to that. And you know, protect yeah. the ball. He reads the game connection. very well. But yeah. see, the thing is, like, I agree with you to a point as well. Like, could we see a day where where they play together, the two of them, Henderson and Fabino, but Fabino being the more Advanced. aggressive of yeah. the two, Probably, and he sits yeah. back. Yeah, Henderson sits back. I think Henderson does see that ball on Sunday. I yeah. think it's a very good ball. Yeah. I'm not taking that away from Fabino, but I think Henderson would see it. I think Oxley Chamberlain would see it. I think Ronaldo would see it. But he, he, it's yeah. a perfect ball. But he happened to see it yeah. and give him the credit. I'm not going to compare Henderson to him on that ball. Do you know what I mean? Yeah. Like I said it on Sunday night, Fabino was probably going into that game expecting rough and tumble tackling. He's probably thinking, "I'm going to come over here with a yellow and probably a hairy tackle on top yeah. of it and maybe get away with something." But he was probably a bit surprised that I'm able to take this ball 40 yards and go let yeah. it go across my body, turn yeah. it, take a look. And and set myself oh, up and hit that yeah. ball. Not as intense as the team. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. Also, DB, yeah. you find yourself in an awful lot of space. Look, we I think when we talk about midfield three, we think of a six and eight and a ten, and then all of a sudden, Klopp Klopp starts uh, provoking this conversation of two eights, you know, or two sixes. Yeah, twelve. Essentially, that was three. <laughs> that was three number eights in the middle of the park. Yeah, twenty-four. You know, what I was going to say there. It's like that when that team came out. I don't know what. Used top, but I was just like, right, that's four, three, three, but uh, three boys up top. That's what I would have thought. Three yeah. boys up top and a three boys in midfield. Yeah. When in fact it turned out to be a four, yeah. two, three, one. Yeah. With with Firmino just off 
uh, Salah, Mane, Roy, and Keita on the on the left of the yeah, three. Now, obviously yeah, not in yeah, advance, yeah. but like the point is, point of being that like you were saying there, as as he set up in that game, he was sitting in front of the back for for Fabinho, but he done his best work when he was up when yeah, he was higher up, yeah. winning the ball back, setting up the goal, and. Like you're saying that in, in the press, we think at one stage in the first half, you know, he got a throw in, he threw it in, he let your man take it to go into one, and the leg was straight in, he caught him, we're on the break again. Yeah. And, like, it's, 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 and he probably, and for me, I was probably passed on to say, look, go back there, fucking yeah. five yards or yeah. ten yards inside. So the, the balance of, of what, what was there the weekend just mm. worked excellently. Yeah. Like, again, like the last thing, who you're up against, but it worked. Very, very well. The last thing you're going to do is tell a, a player like Fabinho, now I want you to sit in the six and screen. Mm. Just like Klopp has kind of reinvented Henderson. He, he knows that, that that's not in Henderson's game anymore, to be, to be box to box, to be like the Henderson that came in at the very beginning was full of energy. He was a lot quicker. He mm. was, you know, he had a license to do a lot more. But yeah. like Klopp has reinvented Henderson to play that role, which is pretty boring and, un, and very tankless, you know. I think I think he's he's reinventing a lot of players, and yeah. I think he's reinventing the way we play. But not only the way we play, but the way we look to dominate teams. You know, yeah. like we're talking about Fabinho being fairly high up the pitch as the deepest midfielder there the other day. I'd say if you look at his average position, it was probably beyond the halfway line from most yeah. of the game. Mm-hmm. And you have to give credit as opposed to the lads behind him because there, there's no way Van Dijk is stand there going, "Here you come back." Yeah. He's probably telling them, "No, you push in there. Yeah. If anything breaks in here, I look after." You know, me and fucking Lovren there, his, his stomach holds up. Yeah, well, as long as they, as long as the defenders kept close to midfield, like, you know, we've seen, kept popping up on the screen, like 35, 40% of the play was in United's third. Yeah. Okay, Let, let's let's move on then, because we've got the game at the weekend, and um, Friday night, Wolves away. Um, how do you set up for that game? Is it more the same? Do we, you know, we've, we've got another game on Stevens's day, is it? As no, Andy said, no, it's a yeah. yeah. four, day, four day break, isn't it? Yeah, yeah Friday yeah. to Wednesday. Friday, 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 New, New Newcastle. No, Wednesday's Newcastle. Yeah. Sunday is Arsenal. Yeah. And, and then the tour to January, which is Thursday, Saturday or Sunday. What's it? Mm. I, th- I think he changed it's the Thursday night, is it? Yeah. Thursday or Friday night, yeah. Yeah, you think he changes it? No, I think he definitely does. Henderson probably comes in because it'll probably be a game where they're good. They're, they're, I think they're 7th, 8th. Mm. They've, 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 they've done really well against they're, they're, the top Yeah, they've yeah. done well yeah. against the top sides. And we'll... I, I think Hannes will come in because we'll, we'll need to keep possession when we have it. We, well, we, it's we, a different kind of midfield we're yeah. up against with Neves and Moutinho mm. um, compared to... Uh, they have Neves and Coutinho and then they have that young Coutinho? Lad, that. Did they sign Coutinho? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Did they sign Coutinho? Yeah. Sorry, Moutinho. Got them in the same way. Um, <laughs> but... Uh, Pre-sale sale. We, we lent them the money. Yeah. And um, we gave them the Coutinho money to buy him, uh, but I think there's there's a young lad that they're all raving about as well. I think he's playing in midfield. He's only eighteen. Robbie Keane, not him, <laughs> not him. But um, I think their main striker is injured. Jota, Jota, yeah, 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 yeah. But they're good. Like if you look at it, they play. They're the, decent. No, they're, they're they're a good side. They're not. No, in because fairness, if they're a good side, fairness, they'd be in the top four. And in fairness, not. I watched, so let's, I watched, let's call a spade a spade. We're top of the fucking league. They beat Chelsea, but they should have been about four. Who gives a bollocks? Chelsea aren't that good. Oh, well, then just leave it at that. Yeah, oh, okay, listen, then we wrap it up for the night. <laughs> Liverpool are brilliant. Wolves are shite. Good night, and thanks for coming. No, they're not, they're not a good side. They're, let's, let's, be, let's be honest about it. They're not a good side. They're a decent side. Yeah, they're a decent side. Look, they're capable of causing problems. They're capable of hurting you if you're, if you're, not, if you're not switched on. Yeah. And on it, they've some... Never is a really good player. Matinho was, was a really, really good player. Yeah. He's obviously, he's coming to the end now. I, I'm not sure what they're like up front. I think they're probably a little bit light and they're looking to yeah, strengthen that. A few goals. He's, got, he's got a few goals yeah. lately. They're after, yeah. they're after winning four in a row, I think. Yeah, but my point is, run. we went into the game at the weekend going, United are shite, we should really beat these. And there's no question that Man United are a better team than Wolves. And oh, there is. There's there, is not. A, there is a question. There's not. There's not. You there know is. what I mean? This is a Wolves side who are on the up who have a manager that they trust, they know, everything like that. Okay, if you think that Wolves have a chance of finishing above Man United this season in the league? I think they have a chance, yeah. yeah. How much of a chance? A chance. Like, it's... 
look, it won't, it's, be, no, it's it won't to- be. It won't be a nailed on. Playing either. against uh, Wolves away from home is a totally different proposition to playing against a Man United team in complete disarray away from home on the brink of sacking a manager. You have to look at Floyd so, as well. It's another Freud huge man. test. Just like the Watford game is a huge <laughs> test. Why is that different? It just is. Just I think, is. I think we well, it's different for them if it's no, different think, for us. Be, they don't I, normally play Friday nights. This no, isn't the Leinster Senior no, League. No, and James If we them at fucking one o'clock on a Saturday, it's a completely different atmosphere in the ground than it is. I think it's better for us yeah, because we're playing before C. That's another thing. Not that. On it's them. Friday night. They're, they're, you know, everyone's up for it. It's fucking they're going to be hopping. It's going to be hopping for them against, 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 against the best team in yeah. the league at the minute. Yeah. Always yeah. coming to town. It's just another test for them. Like, you know, we, we pretty much every game is served with this. <laughs> what are you doing on your face? It's fucked me off. Just looking gorgeous, sorry. Sorry for looking gorgeous, honey. Jesus Christ. Looks like, all right. Go on. Um, we come up against, was it Watford away? Mm. We all mm-hmm. were worrying about that. Then Bournemouth away, oh, we're worrying about that. United at home. We're, like, we're worrying all the time. I'm like, not worried at all. I think we're going to win 3 1. Oh, well, that's good then. <laughs> what are we even talking about then? Because <laughs> I want to know what you then? thought. I want to know what you mere mortals think. <laughs> it's going to be a difficult game. Like, it is going to be a difficult game. Sorry, Andy. At what stage do we stop worrying about? Never. What other Mid, teams? Mid-August. Never. No, seriously. But what, like, what, like, because we are now, like, we won't, won't be a worry about other teams. What will happen is, like, like, look at Shane now. It's only fucking December. Yeah, we're pots are gone. We're talking about Wolves now. Wednesday night, pots are gone. Pots are gone. You know what I mean? We won't ever stop because... Because we have a let's habit of fucking it, let's put it up. And he's going to kill me if I cut him off let's, again. Let's, <laughs> let's put it if, we, if, we go another ten, if we win another 10 in a row, right, I'm up six points clear. There's no way your worry levels are going to go down. They're going to go up. Nah, they, they go, yeah, of course they're going to go up. We'll be down the clips of Moe. I'm going to watch a match and be found. I fuck this, I'm gone. I think we know that, uh, that any, any points drop now, it kind of fucks us up. Yeah, we need now, to be perfect. We do not, like, we don't want to be coming up against City. Three or four points behind them. I get that. I totally get that. You know, because if they if they can manage to go seven points, it could be over. You know, I think, over I think we I think we take seven over. points from the next three games. I think between Wolves, Newcastle, and Arsenal, I think we take seven points. I hope we take nine. I think Arsenal probably have a chance of taking points off us again. I think they 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 might they might. I think hopefully Klopp. Works on what we we failed at the last time. It feels like only a couple the of weeks ago that we actually played them. Have the defenders available? To, available that they had tonight. On the tour <laughs> that they currently have. Yeah, Liverpool have ripped them a fucking new one. Well, they can't have you know. Yeah, I, I watched Koscielny come in at the weekend, and he was so a calamity. Yeah. He was a calamity against Southampton. Um, I think I, I think I think we'll win Friday, but I think it won't be without us having to come through maybe some sort of twenty minutes spell where they might score and we might look good at all. I'd give, give anything for three we'll wins. Anything. I'd give anything for three wins on the next three games. I'd, just anything to go into that City game ahead of them. Who did we play? Um, we were in here watching the game. We were shitting ourselves. Bournley. Bournley, was it? One nil down. There was a huge amount of changes in the team. Yeah, Bournley. Yeah. Like, I mean, that's that's possibly what we're, we're looking at on Friday night. Mm. A lot of changes, you know... I don't think I don't think we do. Newcastle at home maybe would be the one, Andy. No. Yeah. I think he's able to make the changes without it being obviously damaging changes. I think you might see. I think you might see Milner and Henderson and Fabinho or Milner, Milner Henderson and Shakiri because he's still, you know, he's not fit. He started the United game altogether. Starting again. I can't see him doing Trent is supposed to be back in a couple Trent is supposed to be back in a Trent he reckons he'll have back in time for the Newcastle game yeah I don't, but I can't I can't see Klein doing 290 minutes in, in five days I just can't see it no, no, no I, think, I, I, I think it could be minimal. five days not a bad break though yeah but for a fella that's been yeah, out yeah, I know I know yeah. you know I'd say he was walking like he fucking concrete in his bleeding legs yeah I'd say I'd say I'd say he got carried in the king's chair now with the lads into training, to be honest. <laughs> it turned out, it's like it turned out, like, no, it was a massive result, but it turned out a great run out for, for the, oh, yeah, know, for him. Yeah, you no, know, he wasn't putting that much pressure at all. No, he, he becomes a viable option now. Yeah, Rashford had a go at him early and he just dealt with him, and I think Rashford kind of went off. Oh, okay, so Paddy, how would you line up against Wolves on Friday? Same back four, 
Okay, I would, I would start crying. I would again. Yeah. Because, like, let's let's be honest, we're coming into the, the most, uh, the busiest period. Well, he's had a four-day or five-day recovery, well, so, yeah. Know, but, uh, like, between uh, Chris, before Christmas, Stevens' Day and New Year's, the amount of games you play, like, if we can play the, the so-called lesser teams, the likes of Newcastle with the likes of Klein playing, I know Wolves are higher up, they're seventh, eighth. Like, if we like, keep the back four, if, if, Trent's, if Trent's not fit, Miller's not 100% by all accounts. Mm-hmm. So just keep it as is. Yeah. Probably people are saying rest Robinson. I don't think no. one rest Robinson. He hasn't, sh- he hasn't shown any reason to No, he him. hasn't, mm-hmm. no. That's true. Like, and uh, probably, uh, as Andy was saying, horse for courses, I, I think Henderson comes in and Fabinho steps out and uh, Wijnaldum and Shaqiri. That'd be the midfield three. Yeah, okay. Well, but she, obviously Shaqiri higher up and then you probably might see Robertson come out for the Newcastle game if Moreno was to get a run. Mm. Yeah. You know, that's that's maybe a more feasible yeah. option. Yeah. yeah. Gav, what would Change you go with? Mind. Same team as Sunday. Same team as Sunday. Yeah. Full whack. Go yeah, for it. Go for it and then give them the five uh, days off. I think if you can get Milner on the bench and Klein is struggling after 60-65 you can make that change. Well, you can make the change to move Fabinho in I at right full either. Yeah, you can to. make the change for Fabinho or Wijnaldum if they're tired if you have Henderson there and you can make a change for security if Kate is not the owner or one of the front three need a rest after 60-60 Same team again. Shane? Mm. Uh, I think he I think he'll go same formation again for 2-3-1. They play three at the back I think so he might try and squeeze squeezed them really high. Um, personnel was I, I think I think Shaqiri might come in for Keita and they'll put Mane back across Maybe and then Shakiri after right after right side. hand side and then I think Fabinho and Wijnaldum. Even though I said Henderson will probably come back in earlier on, but I haven't a clue what I'm talking about. <laughs> <laughs> I just think in the Newcastle game, that one for me is where you could name a team. Yeah, a Burnley style team. Yeah. Yeah. Just roll over for us, Luke. With a bit of luck, yeah, ah, with a bit of luck, he should, he should do. He should look at. They're not going down. They're 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 Nilo, Nilo Gray said he's the next United manager. So yeah, 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 yeah. Twenty-one points will keep you up this year, anyway. <laughs> Andy, points. what would you go with? Uh, what would I go with? What do I yeah. think is going to happen? No, what would you go with? What would I go with? I, don't, I honestly don't have an answer there. I don't care. Uh, like there, cool. Yeah. Thanks, Thanks, Andy. Andy. <laughs> Thanks, Andy. He's answered, he's answered really, the question. Really glad we had you in tonight. Um, it's uh, you fell asleep last week. No, I didn't. I just didn't want to talk to Phil. There's a big oh, difference. Oh, yeah, well, that's that's fair enough. Take it all back. Anyway, I kind of have in my head what the strongest team is now, but I understand that that's not really the way fucking it things works. are going to be. Go- yeah. yeah. So. I'm gonna I'm gonna tell you what I think it'll be. Yeah, go for Would it. you prefer? Yeah, I'd love well, that. I know That'd be amazing. Prefer, I hope he names the scores of goals. I love that. Go on. So I think that the only changes are going to be in midfield and right back. So you're talking about Henderson or uh, Milner. Yeah. If he's fit, he probably comes in right back because right. you know Klein just played 90 minutes after a year and a half out. Um, and then in midfield, there's probably going to be a change or two. So Milner's probably going to come back into the team, and. Shakiri Moy. That'd be it. Fair enough. What do you reckon predictions wise? Fr- top three. Uh, top three, thanks. Okay. Fucking six points clear in terms of the Do we win the top three? All right. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Pleasure having you here. Um, Andy, score field. score if you wouldn't mind, please. Um three nil. Three nil. Okay. Gonna be against a really tough team and we're gonna be three nil. Okay. Um moving on. Shane? 2-1. Two, 2 to the 1. To who? <laughs> uh, Liverpool. Liverpool, great stuff. Paddy, you look like you're ready for bed. What's 31 up? 31 nil win. 31 nil win, okay. And Gav? 4-1. Four, 4-1 four, to Wolves. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, we come on stuck. Yeah, 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 we come on stuck. Okay, I'm going for 3-0 this oh. week. Oh. Yeah, I don't think Wolves actually score a goal against us. Yeah, would have went around the law. Just wanted to be cool like Andy. Yeah, want to be cool guy. Clean sheet pool. Clean sheet pool. Stay in the, stay in the sheets for another five but days. That fucking keeper doesn't act the bollocks again this week. If you grind yeah, yeah, he's, he's brutal, isn't he? Is he? We played Minilay actually just for a crack. It's mad how like dreamboat. It's mad how we didn't even talk about. It. We don't even need to talk. We don't about need to talk about it because, yeah. but it's not about it even costing us anything. I think even if it did cost us anything, he's he's already gained us enough to have that in the bank. Listen, he drops the fucking ball right. And we can see the goal. 
And into the second half, you're thinking, uh, Mignolet would be fucking, they'd be on a sedative. The pots. You know what I mean? <laughs> pots would be fucking well and truly He puts the ball down, he looks, he went, there's a bloke there with three red fellas around him, I'll pass it to him, and he'll pass it back to me, and I'll stick one out to the left foot with loads of fellas around him, and he'll just play a ball around the corner, and 24 seconds later, the ball's in there. Yeah. This fella doesn't mm. give a bollocks if he makes a mistake. Yeah. No. And to be fair, and they're joking at him. After they're joking. Do you hear Van Dyke slagging them? There. Yeah, you have to get you out of fucking trouble. Yeah, there. yeah, yeah. You know? That's brilliant. You want to see that from them. But to be fair to him, it's not just the drop. It bounces off his knee. When he, exactly. you know, it bounces yeah. off his knee. It's an unfortunate yeah. mistake. It's yeah. not a handling It wasn't a clangor. His, no. his knee is in the wrong place. Yeah. 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 He, ca- he gathers knee. that ball if the knee isn't yeah. there. So, so it's not a handling error. It's fine. Yeah. It's no, just he got his hands. He got good hands. He got good hands. And then he went, what the fuck is my knee doing here? He probably should have held it. Nine times out of ten, he holds the initial ball. But the problem is he doesn't hold the initial ball. And nine times out of a hundred, he has it under it has it under control. It's and a freak situation. Hits his knee, pops back out. It's it is knee. Knee is knee in the wrong place. Are his hands really that big, or is that just big gloves? Do you think? That, yeah, uh, they pad the tops uh, of the gloves. No, it's, his hands are like shoes. Yeah, they're huge hands. Oh, but you wouldn't have and bits of the top. Do you ever, uh, <laughs> do you ever think about him just cradling you, Andy? Yeah, <laughs> with his big hands. Do you, ever, do, you ever, do you ever think of Mandy if you've done your mad way? Mandy, he's an impressive man in a suit. I'd he reminds me of you a bit. Yeah. <laughs> Does he? Yeah, yeah. yeah. He's a beard. Impressive man in a suit. But none of the other players give a fuck either. No, it, like, it was great to see Van Dijk. Yeah. I don't know if I mentioned picking him up the picture. Yeah. You can yeah. see him rolling off, and he's just going, right, come on, up, up, But the next time you get it, you just give it back to him. Yeah. And they, they don't, a, you know, where the you lay, you'd be going, I'm not passing it to him. You'd be launching it into the Yeah, they have the utmost trust in him. Yeah. Okay, it. listen, at that, let's, uh, let's call it quits. Um, we have the cop table, which will be doing a show before Friday's game. Um, Fatback 4 on Sunday. And um, I'm sure we'll do something um, after the... Uh, after the Newcastle game, uh, which is next Thursday. So, uh, next Thursday, yeah? Or Wednesday? Wednesday, sorry. Christmas Day is Tuesday, so it'll be after next Wednesday. Okay, listen, thank you very much for listening. Tonight, you've had Gav Doyle, you've had Paddy Lawson, Shane Davron, Andy Young, and myself, Stephen Daly. Appreciate you tuning in, and we hope we'll hear you uh, next week. Thank you very much. Bye-bye. So I heard from my sister's friend's cousin that Kohl's has the lowest prices of the season and had to say for myself. For real, the deals are so good. I got my kids' summer tees for $5.99, a cute swimsuit for myself for $17.99, and a shark vacuum for $199.99, which will be great after Sandy Beach Days. I got Kohl's cash, too, and I got it all in less than an hour with free store pickups. So, yeah, summer, I'm ready for you. Select styles ends May 23rd. Some exclusions apply. See store or Kohl's.com for details. Time to fire up the grill. Time to go to Total Wine and find the perfect flavor to pair with those burgers. Ooh, I love their beer cooler. <laughs> you love their prices even more. Wondrous selection, helpful guides, ridiculously low prices. Total Wine and more. Sports Social Podcast Network.